What's up, everyone? Welcome back to NFL Only Here on Spark Talk. And today, we are going to go through our week one predictions for the 2020-2021 NFL season. Um, honestly, it's just not even felt like leading up to football, in my opinion, because of all the COVID stuff um, going on. But I don't know. It's, it's kind of nice to know that football's here and that it's hopefully staying. We, so. we don't have the way for preseason games either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I think that's nice. why, because like you're used to seeing the preseason games, yeah. so you're like, okay, it's coming. So like with no preseason this year, it feels off a little bit, but yeah, I'm, I'm like, still ready for it. I almost forgot. I was like, whoa! I was like, there's a game this week. I was like, we gotta like, you know, we like why it's like, yo, we got predictions. We gotta do like the game start this week. Yeah, I was like, it you, came I was, up. I was like, yeah. oh wow. It's like college football a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and then like I, co- I coach high school football, so like we're starting this week Friday. So like football's going. Like it's it's nice to know. Um, and it's weird because we too because NBA's still going. Yeah, and I'm and I'm a huge Celtics fan, so and I guess that's also the, I that. guess that's also the fact of like you got you see NBA games, so it doesn't even still it doesn't even feel like the time that we're in right now is actually September. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, we're back. I know we've been gone for the last couple of months. I know Wyatt yesterday did his or two days ago, yeah. excuse me, did his uh, entire 2020 season predictions. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully you guys enjoyed that episode where Wyatt did it solo and. Yeah. Probably you know did a great job uh, as he always does. Yeah, if uh, so. if y'all have like any, I think it says at the end of it. If y'all have like any criticisms, like go go on the uh, review or comment section, uh, comment section, and just do like good criticism. You know, just uh, if you uh, have a critique on something, just let me know and I can fix it. Just uh, it's always good to get good criticism in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just makes the podcast better. It makes whoever's listening it more invested into listening it and makes it more enjoyable for the listener so yeah if there's good criticism just uh, let us know yeah for sure so uh without further ado we will get started with some news yeah so basically the only bit of news uh is a keep to lead and ryan or keep to lead and ryan chazier retiring uh today or yesterday mm. uh so that was like the biggest news and then also one person testing positive for uh, COVID, we don't know what team or anything, do we? No, it's probably a personnel or one player. So like, it's probably if it was a big name player or starter we, for a team, we would have known. Yeah, know. we would know. It's probably like a bench player. So, uh, so it's it's not really much. You expect that? Like, you're gonna expect it throughout the season. Right. Uh, I think that's, that's why they probably pushed down the IR situation. Right. The yeah. three weeks uh, for COVID situation, so you could sign another player onto the team for a couple weeks and then take them off once uh the person returns back and it's cleared. Uh, MLB's having trouble right now with the stopping it a little bit. Hmm. And I'm assuming not, MLB's not very well run at all. Like, the commissioner is not that good. Uh, you can say about what you can say what you want about Roger Cadell. At least he cares about the players and is trying to uh, do what he can to get football going and actually taking precautions and Listening to players, like he took in that criticism early on when he wasn't right. doing anything, yeah. And he was, and he set some guidelines finally, and hopefully those work, and hopefully we have uh, the stars and the best players on the field every week. But mm. probably won't happen. But hopefully the majority of them stay on for the whole season. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um. So that's about all the news so far. Really, mm-hmm. that's this. There's not a lot of news going around. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So. You get right into the. Uh, you want to get into the predictions? Yeah. I think you beat me last two years. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know because 
I, I, I want to be right, so I pick the team that I feel like is going to win. Yeah, no, I go a little bit, uh, try to be bold with it sometimes. So we're going to start <laughs> off with uh, the game tomorrow. Uh, Thursday night football, week one, season opener. Mm-hmm. The Houston Texans at the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. The two quarterbacks the Bears passed up on. Uh, just got new contracts. Yes. So who do you see winning this one? Kansas City. Yeah, no, I uh, yeah. no uh, honestly, I think Kansas City is going to come out. I think they're going to pick up right where they left off. I don't see a Super Bowl hangover in the sense of like a you know like how teams can come off kind of slow because you know you you kind of take off from working as hard and everything like that. But I don't know. I just feel like this Kansas City team. I feel like Pat Mahomes is is he's not a guy that I feel like is going to come out and be off his game or that's going to be um, you know whatever the case is like. As far as like being rusty, like I feel like he's gonna be coming ready. Um, I feel like they're gonna be that much better. You get a guy like mm-hmm. um, Clyde Edwards-Helaire um, back at running back, right? Because I know Damian yeah. Williams. We don't know the status on him yet, right? Moving, I'll double check it real quick. Moving forward, but uh, even so, though, you get a guy like that who's as dynamic as he is um, out of the backfield and in the in the passing game, along with all the other guys that they have and Hill and Kelsey and. Um, you got McCole Hardman and, and Sammy Watkins and all those kinds of guys. So uh, just alone on the offensive side of the football, I think Kansas City is going to be just fine. Um, and I think Kansas City's defense, uh, they picked it up last year towards the end and got a lot of chemistry. Um, you know, they made, ha- they made Chris Jones happy. You know, you still got Tyron Matthew. So I, I really believe that the Kansas City Chiefs are actually going to win this game. Um, and we're doing scores? Uh, no. no. <clears throat> No, no, I think it's like the playoffs. We do scores. Okay, we don't have to do scores. We have to do, I think. Well, you're doing. Well, we're doing sixteen games, so it's gonna be a lot of scores to be doing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hey, you know, let's do scores. We don't ever do scores. Let's change it up. I was. I was do score. What do you think the score's gonna be? So I think the Kansas City Chiefs will beat the Houston Texans. I'm gonna go thirty-four to twenty-four. Thirty-four twenty-four. Yeah. Right. Actually, I think Deshaun Watson will actually have a good game. I think. I don't. I don't think that the Texans are going to be a bad team this year. I don't know if they're going to be like, you know, to, you know, a first half away, or you know, a one half away from going to the AFC Championship game. You know, before or really three quarters away, I should say, mm-hmm. before they allow Pat Mahomes to just completely destroy them and come back on them. Yeah. Um, but they were up twenty four zero on the Chiefs in the playoffs. Right? Yeah. Before that crazy comeback happened and things changed it like that. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I believe the Texans will be a good team this year. Deshaun Watson, I have confidence in him. He's a great quarterback. He's a top five quarterback, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And so, I think it will be a close game. But I think just towards the end, I think Pat Mahomes, you know, look, Pat Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league right now. He's yeah. going to be able to take over the game and, and create that distance. So, who uh, do you have? I got the Kansas City Chiefs. I got them winning 24 to 13. Oh, wow. I don't see. Low scoring game? Well, it's the well, first game of the season, game. and uh, wasn't too fond on how Pat Mahomes played in the first half of the uh, Super Bowl. So, okay. like, I think it's a little bit to him where, like, I think he gets cocky right. at times because he is so good mm-hmm. uh, that he does stupid stuff or he just doesn't, or he gets lazy a little <laughs> bit, uh, which we've seen in the first half of the 49ers game, and then... Once he turns it on, like there's, it's hard to stop him. Right. And we seen a couple times last year where he tried to do no look passes and uh, miss Travis Kelsey wide open in the end zone a couple of times. So, 
Uh, I think there's going to be some factors in that where I think a little bit of the cockiness is going to get to him, but I think they're going to end up pulling out because I have no faith in the Texans this year. I do not like their team. If you if you listen to the uh, the oh gosh the season pr- uh, predictions podcast, I had them going five and eleven. I don't like the where this team is built. The <clears throat> offensive line is terrible. Yeah. Uh, their secondary is not good. Uh, their own, their defense, the yeah JJ Watt on the defensive line, their linebacking core is pretty solid, but their secondary is not good. Offensive line is not good. Uh, what their running back situations murky at, at best with injuries and stuff that keep popping up mm-hmm. each year with them. <clears throat> and training wage uh, DeAndre Hopkins, which he was the main. Reason I think Deshaun Watson had success a lot. We're going to see if he has a. It's going to be very similar to what Matthew Stafford had when Calvin Johnson retired, which we'll and see. That's why, honestly, I don't really feel like the Texans will drop off that much. I think they're going to be like a, an 11 or 12 win team. No, but I think they could be 8 to 9 and maybe squeak in. I mean, there's seven but, teams in the playoffs this year. But the thing is, though, like. <clears throat> Matthew Stafford had Jim Caldwell, which I I think he's a really good coach. Oh yeah, I think he's the bad end of the stick at times with teams. Uh, Colts were one to rebuild, so they go in and get Chuck Pagano with the new coach, and then uh, I think uh, the Lions just won a new change of scenery yeah. and everything. So, like the reason I think Matthew Stafford is so successful is because he had he had receivers that could run routes. With the Texans, you have Will Fuller, deep threat, not the best route runner. Uh, Brandon Cooks, deep threat, not the best route runner. Really, the only person that can run routes on that team is Kenny Stills, and that's what scares me. You got uh, Randall Cobb. He's injured all the time. Yeah, but I'm saying but he, didn't, still, he didn't really play that good last year either. But what I'm but still though, you, he's a fourth option, right? He's still a guy that can run routes and do. I know, I'm things. just not big on him. Mean, like I was. He's he was really good back in the day with Green Bay, but they got, uh, he didn't play well last year. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Kute. He's injured too all the time. Um, but I'm I still. So is Will Fuller. That's my thing about this team. I, mean, is, I, I get you. Yeah, it's it's always they're always injury prone Will and they're always, always injured. Honestly, it could be a higher. The reason I put this because I think Patrick Mahomes is going to do some stupid stuff in the first half. They keep it close, and then turn it up in the second half. But if he's on his game the whole game. I, I can see this being a blowout, like around the 20-point. Like, I can see it around like 38-13 instead mm-hmm. of 24-13. Uh, I'm just not confident in the, in the uh, Texans right now, especially if the Chiefs play like they did last year. Their defense plays last or as good as they did last year in the playoffs. All right. I don't see it. So we're going to the 1 o'clock games, and we're going to do Seattle at Atlanta. Which this should be interesting here. We got Jamal Adams' first game in a Seattle Seahawks uniform. Uh, we'll see how the Falcons do. They're always my thing with the Falcons is are they going to stay healthy? They're never healthy. Uh, and also, how good is that offensive line going to be? The Seattle losing Jadavion. Not, that that that's a huge concern for me because they're not going to get a pass rush. He was huge for them in a lot of in a lot of big games last year. Mm, but I think you. Even though they lost him, they can't. They have like that secondary player that they need in uh, Jamal Adams to fill in that uh, to fill into some of those areas. Right. It's not going. It's not going to create pressure like they need mm-hmm. on Matt Ryan, which you need. You need a Matt Ryan if you're going to have if you're going to beat the Falcons. You need to create pressure on him. Uh, 
But I see Seattle winning this one. Uh, yeah, I do too. I, I think it's going to be around like 20, 24-20. I have Seattle winning. I think it's going to be a close game. Okay. Uh, I feel like every freaking Seattle game is close, though. I mean, they want to ground and pound and let Russell Wilson do magic at the end when he has to. Yeah, that's usually um, what it is. But, yeah, no, I've got Seattle winning as well. I'd probably say have a score of 27 to 24. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I agree. I think it'll be a close game. Like Again, like this, Dan Quinn is on the hot seat, right? He's always on the hot seat. I mean, excuse me. I know, but, I mean, like, this year, like, he's – like he's got to pick it up. Like he, he yeah. Like this, this cannot be a year where they do what they did last year, right? They can't have another down year or anything like that. They have to go full mode. It, and I truly do think that the that the Falcons are a good team. I think that they can be a good team, um, especially when you got guys like Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they got Hayden Hurst now at tight end, right? You got. Uh, Todd Gurley back there. If Todd Gurley can stay healthy, and the, and he can yeah. return to even just like ninety percent of what he used to be, like this this team could be this but, team could be a sneaky good team. But I, I just I, right now I do feel like Seattle is a better team, and that's why yeah. I, I got to pick on Week One. It's yeah. always hard because you want to gauge tendencies, you want to gauge how things are going to go, but you can't really do that, especially going to a new season. Um, mm-hmm. So I just kind of ha- I have to feel I have to kind of more pick a safe pick on this. So yeah, uh, yeah, and I I agree with you on it. It's just more the offensive line was one of the worst in the league last year. Mm-hmm. Like it was bottom five. Uh, I think Pro Football, Fo- Pro Football Focus had them like bottom five. So I'm just not I'm not bigger on the offensive line. That scares me when you're talking about yeah. trying to get the ball going for Todd Gurley, like getting <laughs> him running mm-hmm. and get him in a groove. No, I get it. To yeah. open up. But then again, Seattle's defensive line is not the best right. at, without Jadavion. So yeah. it's going it's to be interesting. That's going to be the matchup to watch. Whoever wins the battle up front on the Falcons' offensive line and Seattle's defensive line, mm-hmm. I think will determine who wins this game. Okay. And I think Seattle has a little bit of an edge there okay. at the moment. So we're going to move on to the Jets at Buffalo. The same mm-hmm. week one matchup from last year where the Bills came back from like 16 down. Mm. And ended up winning it. Uh, I don't see those type of heroics in this one though. But I have Buffalo winning twenty to thirteen. Okay. Very similar to the score last year. So, yeah, I have uh, Buffalo winning this. There's, it's going to be a defensive matchup here. I'll, I think Josh Allen is going to improve a lot. Uh, but not having a full preseason and stuff to get acclimated with your new with uh, Stefan Diggs, I think it's going to take a couple weeks to get used to. Mm. Uh, but. I think it's going to be. Uh, I think uh, I think they're going to be okay. I think they're going to pull out a defensive win, a slugfest, because Jets have a good defense, even without Jamal Adams. Greg Williams knows how to fix some holes on defenses. He's an amazing defensive coordinator. So uh, Jets defense is going to be fine. The question is, how is that Jets uh, offensive line and receiving core going to hold up right. against such a great defense in Buffalo? And mm. that's and that's why I don't see them scoring that many points. Uh, maybe a touchdown, maybe a couple field goals is what I see the Jets doing. Uh, Sam Darnold's by himself back there. Him and Le'Veon are by themselves. Uh, and you have Adam Gase, who's not is a terrible head coach. So we're gonna we're gonna see the Jets probably falter this year a little bit. And I got I got Buffalo winning this one. Yeah, which is unfortunate because I was you know a huge Sam Darnold guy when he was coming out of USC. Nothing's been his fault either. It's and annoying. he's really been just a victim of circumstance. Like I'm not saying he's been perfect. No, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like he's not. 
he's not played as well as I would like him to, but at the same time, he's been put in a really crappy situation. Yeah, he has. But I'm going to go Buffalo Bills, and I think the score will be 31-13. to 13. I think the Bills can blow them out. Uh, I, I, the Bills defense, again, it's going to be elite. Like, they were freaking – I mean, they were, that, that, they were for real last year, and they're just only going to get that much better. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they just gave the huge contract to Tre'Davious White. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's like he's for real. Like that that is a true lockdown corner, right? Yeah. Like he's yeah. like one of the true lockdown corners that we have today, especially being as young as he is. Uh, this, this Bills defense is going to be special, and honestly, I, I just look. I mean, I know Jamal Adams is not like the greatest like deep cover safety and all that stuff. A lot of his big plays are coming when he's filling the run when he's blitzing, when he's playing in the box and things like that. But still, you lose a guy like Jamal Adams, you lose the presence that he brings to a team, to a defense, that's going to hurt a lot. And I definitely think that the Bills will take advantage of that and hit some deep balls. I think we're going to see a nice connection uh, deep with Diggs and Allen um, at some point throughout the game. Mm -hmm. And so I definitely – I see the Bills as being like a legit contender this year to, to, to push it in the playoffs and maybe get to an AFC championship. Um, I don't know Super Bowl yet because I want to see what Josh Allen is made of, but the way this team is built and the way they played football last year and they only got better in my opinion, uh, it's going. I really have high hopes for this team this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the funny thing is though is, uh, I was hoping the Bears were able to be pick up, uh, was able to pick up Tre'Davious White in that draft mm-hmm. uh, in the second round, uh, but. Because uh, he's supposed to fall to the second round, and then the Bills picked him. Uh, what was high for him at the time in the around the late first round, and I was like, "Dang it!" Because I really liked Jadavis White coming out of LSU, and he's turned to something special. Like oh, yeah. he's he's a top three corner in the league, uh, and with not just him, but you have all these other defensive players on this team, uh, and then they were able to draft AJ Epineza, who I thought was a borderline first right, round talent. Yeah. In the late second round, this defense is going to be really special. And if Josh Allen can improve and not have a Trubisky-like slump this year, uh, the Bills, I can see the Bills, uh, I had them going to the divisional round uh, in the playoffs this year. So uh, I can see them definitely doing that, especially if Josh Allen takes that jump. Okay. Uh, so next we have Chicago at Detroit. Uh, Man. We have Trubisky starting week one. Oh, uh, named the starter week one. Jalen Johnson is starting. Uh, a lot of injuries in the Bears secondary. We got, I think, Trey Roberson, the CFL dude, uh, got injured that they signed, and Artie Burns got injured. Yeah. Uh, and then we cut Kevin Tolliver, which was a surprise to me because he started a couple games last year it's for not us. Terrible. He's a solid. He's so, serviceable. So I want to see how Jalen Johnson plays his first game, his first NFL game. He's he'll starting. Be, he'll be starting opposite side of Kyle Fuller. Kyle Fuller, yeah. And I want to see what this Bears team's made of. Uh, I think there's a matchup problem that the Bears can win in the uh, offensive line area for Detroit. Yeah. I, my big thing is I'm curious to see how Robert Quinn fits into this scheme because every freaking time he's in a stand-up defensive end position, 3-4 defense, he's not productive. Mm-hmm. Anytime he is hand in the dirt, 4-3 defense, rushing off the edge, getting in the backfield, he's productive, mm-hmm. right? So that's my biggest concern. And I want to see how he comes into this game and how Pagano factors him into the defense. Is he going to just say, look, 
hey, I know we're running three four, but put your hand in the dirt. Well, I, I don't he, care. they allow Kalum to do that anyway. Yeah. So well, we'll yeah, what, why not just let him in? My my big concern on the Lions end is how Matthew Stafford comes back from a broken back. Yeah. So we'll we'll see how that we'll see how that goes. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, I really love their offense. The question is their defense. They lost Darius Slay. I know they picked up Jeff Okuda, uh, but mm-hmm. Jeff Okuda's young. He probably still has some uh, rough patches to work out. Well, you forgot Adrian Peterson. He's not going to play. It's, it's yeah. going to be very similar to New Orleans. Nah, he's going to start, man. Who have they got? That DeAndre Swift's on Johnson. He's going to start. No, he's not. So, yeah, I, do, I really like that offense, though, for Detroit. Uh yeah, that does scare me, though, because Adrian Peterson kills the Bears every time we play him. That's what I'm saying. Pat, Matt, <laughs> I said Pat Patricia. Matt <laughs> Patricia, yeah, he's starting Adrian Peterson. Like, why else would he sign him? No, nah, he's not going to start I'm him. I'm just so, saying. Yeah, especially for week. He's going to drop him after week one, I, sign him I, back a, the next Bill, Bears game. That's a game. Bill Belichick move. <laughs> uh, no, nah, but yeah, I like some of the additions they made, the Lions on the defensive front. I just don't know how they're going to click. Uh, the first week, so we'll see. But mm. out of the Bears winning 17-14, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think Matthew Stafford might struggle a little bit, especially coming off the broken back injury. Okay. If there's any other injury, I think he'd be okay. I, I might actually pick Detroit to win. But mm. him coming off a broken back, I think it's going to hurt him a little bit. Okay, yeah. I, I've got the Bears winning for sure. Um but and look, and it's at Detroit. And Trubisky last year in Thanksgiving, uh, on Thanksgiving weekend, um, when he played against the Lions at or in Detroit, it was against but, but, was but, it David but, Blau. Yeah, <laughs> who surprisingly torched up the Bears' defense somehow. But no, he, he had those two big plays. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, but he still torched them up. Um, don't like don't hate on the guy, right? Let him. No, go. I liked him. Purdue. And, yeah, Purdue was a good player. But um, I really like. Trubisky played his best game there, right? And I know they've gotten a year. It's a it's a different team and things like that. But you like you said, you lose Darius Slay, you bring in a rookie in Jeff Okuda. I mean, me and you are both, you know, extremely high on Jeff Okuda. Yeah, like Jeff Okuda is amazing. Um, but he's still a rookie. Yeah, and rookies mess up a lot, and so you don't have that veteran presence in a Darius Slay, right? Mm. And so I think Trubisky's. I I, I think Trubisky. He'll finally have. Last two years, he had he's had to start the season off. With Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Yes. This yeah. year he gets to start off with a broken back, Matt Stafford, and a, and a he team. normally plays extremely well against the Lions. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And a team in the Lions who he has had success against. Yeah. Where he feels comfortable, where he's hitting his routes, where he's making his reads correctly. So I feel like the Bears are going to win this, and I'll say that they're going to. It's going to be 27 to 13. 27-13? Yeah, I think the Bears' defense will still be um, elite. And I think I think Trubisky will be able to do enough. Now, I know David Montgomery. Uh, he's, he's back. Is he back? Okay. I think I think he's back. Yeah, he's going to get limited reps. Uh, we well, like, we we have four running backs on the roster. Okay, the, okay. the Bears do. Uh, so, we have Tariq Cohen. You have Ryan Nall, who I'm excited to watch if uh, David Montgomery has to play. Because nobody knows about Ryan Nall. Ryan Nall is a... All around, he's like Peyton Hillis, but can catch okay. a little bit. That's what he is. So he's he he would be fun to watch for uh, Bears fan. He, he's a Bears becoming a Bears legend almost. No, uh, yeah. So Bears uh, legend. So yeah. Uh, so we'll move on to Green Bay at Minnesota. Okay. Uh, this is easy for me. I'm going to keep this quick, short and sweet. Green Bay is going to win. 
28 to 10. Wow, you think it's... Uh, I do not like where Minnesota is at. They're doing like a little mini rebuild. Uh, like, their offensive line's really bad, and I really like what the Smith brothers did last year. Uh, and I don't think they'll be able to contain them. Okay. Uh, he doesn't have bailout options. Like, I like Justin <clears throat> Jefferson a lot. Mm-hmm. But same thing with Jeff Okuda. You can't really switch an all-pro type of player uh, and expect the same production from a rookie. There's going to be rough patches there. Right. And they don't have a third option, really. Like, uh, what, B, uh, B.B. Johnson's son? Uh, no, Dan B.B.? Yeah, yeah, my bad. Yeah, B.B. Johnson. B. Johnson. <laughs> I, was like, I don't know who he's talking about. Who's B.B. B. B. Johnson? <laughs> Maybe an NBA player. Also. It's, NBA, it's still NBA B. season B. a little bit. B.B. Johnson. <laughs> I was like, gosh, man. I was like, Dan B.B.? Gosh, there we go. Damn, old Bills wide receiver. There we go. <laughs> Damn, BB. So, uh, yeah, uh, gosh, man. Uh, he's the one that. He's the one that. He's the one that. He's the one that saved that touchdown in the Super Bowl, right? Yes, the yeah. No, he, or, yeah, it was him. Was it this? Yeah, it was yeah. the Super Bowl. Yeah, no, he didn't. Yeah, he saved the touchdown. He knocked out a line, uh, line, Was it? I forgot his name. That's one that I have. Is it Le- uh, Leon Lett. Leon, gosh, he's an idiot. And he, like, held the ball down. He was, like, dancing. If you and watch NBA, came it, in and, like, knocked it away. <laughs> and, uh, if, uh, and then if he messed up that one against Miami in the snow. Like, all yes. you had to do is not touch it. And he freaking comes yeah, out. He, he comes out of the freaking frame of the picture. You don't even see yeah, him. Because, he just, like, slides and knocks the because ball. Because if the ball, it's weird because I, I just found uh, this rule out. Like, I found the rule out, like, uh, learn about it. And it's on a field goal attempt. Because it happened with Georgia Tech and Florida State a couple years ago. Ruined Florida State's like one streak in the ACC when they returned the kick, uh, missed field goal, blocked field goal for a touchdown. So, uh, like, if the ball doesn't stop and it's still rolling off a blocked field goal, uh, if the ball's still moving, you can pick it up and run with it. But if it's dead, then it's a dead ball. So, because the ball was still spinning on the snow when he kicked it, it, it was still a live ball. So yeah, that's his fault. Oh, oh man, man. Yeah, Leon Lett, man, he's 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 the Javale McGee. If you if, if anybody it's watches Leon NBA, Lett, right? Yeah, Leon, yeah, Leon Lett, I think. Look yeah, yeah, I'll look it up. But yeah, he's the Javale McGee. If you watch basketball, he's the Javale McGee of the NFL. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, I agree. I'm not I'm not super high on Minnesota. Um, I do got some question marks for them at receiver. Uh, I do have some question marks for them on the offensive line. <clears throat> Defensively, you got Daniel Hunter being out. That hurts. <laughs> what? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, yeah. It's him. Yeah, it's him. Johnson and Leon. No, 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 not Leon. Lett. <laughs> Just I didn't know he was a coach for the uh, Cowboys. So he's. A, uh, I mean, now look, I, I do like what they did in the draft. All right, with Minnesota, like you had Justin Jefferson, um, and the, who? Oh my gosh, what corner did they get? Who? The Green Vikings. Bay? What cor- No, Vikings. What corner did they just get in the first round? Oh, they Cameron Dantzler in the second. No, I, I, I like Cameron Dantzler. I really do. Who in the first round did they get? I'm blanking on his name. They got yeah, Mike Hughes last year. Mike Hughes, and they got another guy this year. Let me let me look it up real quick. Yeah, that's what I was hoping you would. Um, <clears throat> so I like some of the moves that they have done, but again, like it, it's they these these rookies have had no time to really acclimate to anything. Yeah. Excuse me, and so like they have, they didn't get a preseason, they didn't get anything, they didn't get reps like that. Jeff Glandy, yeah, TCU, Gladney, Gladney, TCU, yeah, Glandy. 
Jeff Gladney. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, so I like I, him I too. I love that pick. It's a really good pick. He's very similar to Jalen Johnson. Yeah, very yeah. intelligent. Not the most uh, physically gifted, but very intelligent corner. And really good. Yeah, really good football players. Yeah. So, like, I like the moves that they made in the offseason through the draft. But I've got Green Bay right now. I just, I, again, I agree. I like the Smith brothers and what they bring to the table. I think they're just more sure of a team right now. Like I think they're they're going to be a team that's in the playoffs, right? They went thirteen and three last year for a reason. And I know why. Mm-hmm. We'll probably beg the difference. Say that they cheated on half of those games, and they probably should have been like seven and nine. Bro, bro, I'll that's say okay. this: the Detroit game, everybody knows that was some BS. But anyway, uh, that Seattle call with Jimmy Graham, that was BS. I'm sorry, that all of it was like majority, and plus they had like weak schedule too. Right. So I, I like. And, like, what I said in the uh, predictions podcast is, if you stay the same, you're not getting better, but other teams... If you stay the same, you get worse in the NFL, Yes, yes, and they did. And I don't know what they were thinking in the offseason. I think they thought it was a twilight zone. So they kept kept drafting positions that they didn't need. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just don't know what they were doing. They... They probably could get Jordan Love in the second round too. They could have traded up and got him in the second round. Mm. They could have really drafted a wide receiver. They could have drafted Denzel Mims or something. Yeah, I mean they could have. They could have really. Uh, so yeah, I mean they could have. Or really T Higgins, another weapon or anything. T Higgins would have been a really good fit for them. I yeah. don't. Uh, I didn't really like what they did this offseason. So. I mean, I love Justin Jefferson, and but I think they're a playoff caliber team. With especially, you have Aaron Rodgers, you're a playoff caliber team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No. I yeah. So I got Green Bay winning. Mm. I'm going to go 30 to 20. 20, yeah. You have Aaron Rodgers and the refs. I forgot to put that in there. A little shout-out Packers fans. Stop. They listen to this. Uh, it's all good and fun. Uh, so Not for you. It's personal. No, it's fun. It's no, it's fun. personal for you. I know. It's they haven't won Super Bowl. So. They haven't won Super Bowl in a while. So. Uh, Miami. This at, is an interesting one. Miami at New England. This is interesting. I got New England. I think New England's going to make it to the playoffs. I, okay. I, it just depends on how good they will do in the See, playoffs. I'm trying to like, dang it, I, like we're every on in every game right now. I'm sure we'll, I'm sure we we'll disagree on the coming up, but yeah, I got New England in this uh, just because Ryan Fitzpatrick is starting. Uh, yeah, I, know. I think it's going to be closer than what people think. Uh, I'm going to go 21-14, New England in it. Uh, yeah. I just don't see the Miami getting off offensively that much, especially with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Maybe if they have Tua in there, I can see like maybe there's a that's a possibility. But I give them about two percent that they're going to win this game. Maybe it maybe later on in the season, like they did last year, uh, I can see them winning a game, messing right. up the Patriots' season. Mm. But first first week of the season, Bill Belichick's been game playing this for how how many weeks? Right. Yeah, they're not, they're not going to win. I don't care how long Cam Newton's been there, they're going to they're going to hide Cam Newton's faults, where where they may be if he's an injury, if he still has injury or shoulder issues, or whatever, they're going to hide him for the first week, and they're going to be able to get this get that win. So no, yeah, I mean I know New England lost a lot. There's a lot of guys that opted out from their team and some mm-hmm. really key important players. Mm-hmm. You know what? Screw it. I'm gonna go Miami. Ah oh, man, screw it. Why not? Um, dude, Ryan Fitzpatrick works his magic, man, and and it's a good thing that Tua is not starting because Tua would absolutely be injured week one. So it's the curse of thing. Ryan Fitz, or Fitzpatrick. So it's a good thing that he's at, at least the backup right now. Mm-hmm. And the push comes to shove, you can and you can throw him in. 
you can put him in the game if you need him to. But I've got Miami winning. I think it'll be an ugly game. I, I think it'll be 17 to 14. I think it'll be a slow defensive battle. I, I really love what Brian Flores brings to the table as a coach. Yeah, he's amazing. What this team, how they grew last year discipline-wise and the way they played and the way they looked. And they just got better this offseason. They added better players. I love their secondary. Xavier uh, uh, Howard, and then you get uh, Bry- uh, Byron Jones. Yeah. And then um, you get Minka. Oh, that's right. They traded Minka Fitzpatrick because they were idiots. But then, because they didn't know how to use him. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you do that. But so you get those two guys. You get a Kyle Van Noy. I mean, like, I really, 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 really like what the Dolphins have done. And I really just think that it'll be an ugly game, and I think seventeen to fourteen is what it's going to be. Yeah, I can I can definitely say that's why I put uh, twenty one fourteen for New England. I think New England's probably going to get a touchdown, three touchdowns or something. But uh, yeah, we'll see. The big question mark is Cam Newton. How healthy is he? Uh, He's not what he used to be. Whether I don't care what ESPN or Fox says, Mm -hmm. he's not he's not the same Cam Newton. You don't come back from that. It's hard to come back from that injury. Andrew Luck was fortunate. It took him half the season. That's why they were one and five. Right. And then he got into a groove. So we'll uh, we'll see uh, how he comes back. But he still I don't, he he didn't have surgery on it, did he? Nah. Uh, I don't think he did, did he? Yeah, he did. Uh, uh, not recently, but yes, he's had surgery on the shoulder. So, uh, we'll we'll see how he is. Though. Like he played awful the last like. Twenty eight or was it? Yeah, twenty eighteen. He played awful down the stretch. Yeah, they were what were they six and two. He played awful, and then this year for, or last year, the first two games, he, it was atrocious. They went zero and two mm. with him. And they had Allen come in. He's, he, yeah, he's uh, lost his last eight games, so he needs to be able to prove himself and yeah. prove that 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 shoulder is healthy. Yeah, and look, I know he's an MVP. Uh, I know Cam Newton is one of the most electrifying players in the NFL when he's healthy. I know he's a legit MVP when he's healthy, right? That's why he was MVP. It wasn't yeah. because he just was on this great team. He was the reason the team was great. Yeah. But he's been hurt, and you got to face the facts. And like you said, he's 0-8 in his last eight games. Yeah. Like, he has a lot to prove. I don't care that he's an MVP. I don't care that he was a Heisman winner. He's got a lot to prove going into this season, and I definitely think that he will. I just think week one, there's going to be a lot of stuff to get used to. But I, I think New England will probably be a playoff team. I really do. And I just think... Give it some time, uh, give it a couple weeks that this team will start to hit a stride. And honestly, I could see them being nine and seven or ten and six, uh, no problem. Honestly. So. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to go to Philadelphia and Washington because mm. I won't say they're the football team because it's still pretty stupid. Uh, just come up with a team name. Uh, well, they can't. Yeah, they can. They couldn't find. Oh no! All the all the names that they were going to choose were already bought. And copyrighted, so that guy's about to make a lot of money. I guarantee you, they're working through like deals and stuff now. Oh yeah, I heard something like a dude. Uh, he he personally bought all the names. So like, what we need so to he do, could get money off of it. So what we need to do for any NBA or NFL team that ever wants to move to Kentucky is to buy every single Kentucky or li- get li- get them licensed to us. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what, that's what we need. The money. That's yeah, I know. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I got Philadelphia in this one. Uh, I really yeah, like I Washington's defense. Their offense <laughs> is the issue. Like, right. I, I like Terry McLaurin. I like Dwayne Haskins. But you lose Trent Williams. You lose Adrian Pearson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's, there's guy, guys got cut, right? 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in trouble. yeah so I like their offense is what's going to be the issue. The defense is going to be fine. So, and Philadelphia has no receivers again this year because Jalen Rieger got injured mm-hmm. and everything. So, I, it's going to be a. Uh, I think I got Philadelphia because Carson Wentz is phenomenal. Right. Fourteen to seven. Okay. Yeah. Now I've got well, I've got Philadelphia, and look, I, yeah, I think Philadelphia's a better football team than Washington yeah. football team, and so, <laughs> and so I I think that Philadelphia is definitely going to win. Um, mm-hmm. I see them winning twenty one to ten. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I think it'll be an ugly game. Uh, we'll see what happens with the receiving core in Philly. Uh, I think they'll be able to run the football because I just like the way they do things running the football. Um, and jeez, uh, Louise, that was bad, and that voice crack was awful. <laughs> And so, yeah, I definitely, yeah. I don't really got too much to say on it. I just yeah, don't, it's, I, it's just going to be a boring game. Yeah. Uh, who you got? Oh, what's the score? Uh, you didn't hear me? No, I didn't hear what you said. I forgot what I said. I don't think I, mean, I don't think 20, you said anything. I think anything. I said 20 to 10. I don't think you, I didn't think you said <laughs> anything. I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah. Uh, if, that, if, I did, if that's not what it was, I don't remember. Uh, so, yeah, so we'll go to Las Vegas. Versus Carolina. So we got the Raiders at Carolina. I'm going Carolina. I'm going Raiders. <clears throat> hey, we actually differed on a team, like, just by ourselves. Season. You just didn't pick. You picked Miami because I picked them. I picked New England. Let's see, let's see what you're thinking there. But, yeah, I got Carolina in this. I got – it's going to be a high-scoring game. Okay. I got uh, 34-31 Carolina. Okay. Uh, I really – I think I said this in the uh, – Season of predictions. These two are going to be the most fun teams to watch offensively. Okay. I think. Uh, really, li- I really am going to be excited to see what they do on the offensive end. Uh, they they got weapons uh, on their team. Like I really love what the Raiders did this offseason with the receiving core. They really rebuilt it. We we knew really like Brian Edwards uh, picked up Lynn Bowden. Uh, they got a and Henry Ruggs. I know Terrell Williams is out this year. We put on IR, so uh, I'm really curious. Would you still have Darren Waller? Yeah, Darren Waller, Jason Winton. Oh, you have Josh Jacobs. Jason. Yeah. And the offensive line is really good. It's a top yeah. 10 offensive line in the league. And I feel like they improved defensively. I, I think they've yeah. got some pieces they're to improve still. on. Right. They're still young. I think that's where going, there's going to be the, the issues. Whole, that, what was it, Damon Arnett this year? The whole Damon Arnett pick in the first round? I like the pick. I like him. It's the off the field like issues, him, but it's off the field issues though. Yeah, it, what's funny is like he's always you know like he was about like this character and this and that, and it, then all of a sudden it was like pick a guy like Damon Arnett, and you're like, what are you doing? There's all these other guys out there to okay, go ahead. Yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah, it, same thing with Carolina. They're very similar teams. Uh, I think going to be really good offensively. Their defense is they're, both of the sides on the defense are so young. Well, they drew, they drafted all defense. Who? Carolina did. Yeah, I know, I know, but they're so young. That's what All I'm saying. All defense. That's what I'm saying. They're young, so like I think they're gonna have some issues to work out. That's why I see like 34, 31. Right. The defenses, are, the defenses are gonna struggle in this game. Right. Um, I don't want to talk about the game. I got the Raiders winning 28, 27. Uh, yeah, I just I I really love what the Raiders have done this offseason, like you said, like you mentioned, and I just think right now. That they're, I don't know, I, just, I, I really have a good feeling that the Raiders could compete for a playoff spot this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Derek Carr is going to come in ready to play. I think they got Josh Jacobs coming into year two, kind of ready to ball out. And just the improvements and the speed that they've added to the receiver position, um, I think it's just, 
crucial, especially to the division that they're playing in. Mm-hmm. So I just I really like what they've done. Yeah, I do too. Uh, yeah, I just, th- th- this game's gonna be fun to watch. It's probably gonna be the most fun game to watch. Mm-hmm. I think most interesting, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll move on to uh, Cleveland at Baltimore. Should okay. be a fun game here. Yeah. Uh, I got uh, I got Baltimore in this one. I think it's gonna be a close game, though. I got Baltimore as well. Uh, I'm gonna go 27, 20. Uh, I really like um. Uh, both the teams this year. Uh, the question is, like, I'm hoping, I said this a lot in the podcast about Cleveland, Baker Mayfield should have studied this offseason, and I'm banking on Cleveland, or banking on him to be studying this offseason, especially with the pandemic and stuff. Mm. He should have been studying. He should have been getting ready. That was his problem last year. Too busy doing commercials, not really studying and watching film. This year, he should have been doing that. And I haven't seen commercials with him, so hopefully he's uh so hopefully he was studying and hopefully he was uh improving and working on his uh craft because Cleveland has the chance to win the Super Bowl this year or in the next couple of years. Mm. He needs to so he needs to get his act right and get his mind right. But I think Baltimore is just a little bit better of a team. Mm. And that's why I have them winning this game. But I think Cleveland's gonna have a great year though. Right, right. Um yeah, no, I got Baltimore winning. I'm gonna say thirty-one to twenty-four. I, I I do I do think that the that the uh, Browns will give them a good game. Yeah. Um, but I look, I, I think Baltimore is gonna be maybe the best team in the NFL this year. Um, I really do think that they're that good. I think Lamar Jackson's only gonna get better. I think this run game is only gonna get more dangerous with the addition of J.K. Dobbins. Uh, I think oh, their yes. defense is going to be that much better with the addition of a guy like Calais Campbell. I'm, I, like, and they might be more unified than defensive end, especially with Earl may, Thomas leaving. But the thing is, like we said, like you know, you, you stay the same, you get worse in the NFL. Well, they made moves to get better. They made moves to add leadership and to add a different kind of toughness to their uh, to their roster um, that they maybe didn't have last year, especially on the defensive side of the ball with a guy like Calais Campbell. Uh, Cal- <laughs> Calais Campbell. What am I talking about? So, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I'm interested to see how this game goes because I could very well see Cleveland winning, but I think it being at Baltimore definitely helps Baltimore out. And I trust the fact that Lamar Jackson is going to be able to be him, be himself coming in this year and actually be a better version of himself, mm-hmm. which is crazy to think. Do you want to guess who I have in the Super Bowl? I, I know you didn't. You, you haven't got a chance to listen to the podcast yet. Okay, who, who who you think I have in the Super Bowl? Baltimore? Yes. Who's the other team? Versus the Patriots. Uh, Patriots. No. Versus Cowboys? No. Am I close? You're close. I have them in the NFC Championship. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to say you said Cowboys. Okay. They're in the NFC Championship versus the Rams? No, no. I'll give you my playoff teams. Okay. Uh, obviously, Dallas, yeah. Philadelphia, Chicago. Okay, don't tell me the order. I'm not going to order. Okay. I'm just going by division. Uh, who's the East? Who's I said the East? East, North, West. Uh, who's in the West? Oh yeah, San Francisco, Seattle. Uh, south, I have New Orleans, Tampa. Those are the seven teams. So two from. Uh, Baltimore and New Orleans. No. San Francisco? 
No. Tampa? No. Not Chicago. No. Uh, no, no, no. Philadelphia? No. What was the other team you said? Seattle. You think Seattle's making the Super Bowl? I think they are, man. I think All they right. are. Yeah, I got Baltimore, Seattle. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's, your, that's his live reaction to me. Yeah, that was <laughs> okay. funny. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm really high on Baltimore. I'm really high on Seattle this year. And Okay. That and the thing is though, saying this game's going to be close with Cleveland, it shows how high I am on Cleveland right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, if their minds right and their act is together, and I really like Steve Sarkeesian coming in, and if he does what he did with uh, Minnesota last year, run first, play action, this Cleveland team's going to be very dangerous. Right. Especially uh, relying right. on that phenomenal run game with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Uh, mm-hmm. So we're uh, you said 31-24 Baltimore. Mm-hmm. I said twenty-seven twenty Baltimore. So we're gonna go to the Minnesota Vikings of this year, which I predicted. The Indianapolis Colts. I mean, very similar to the uh, uh, Minnesota Vikings from last year. Uh, run first, run heavy. Better <laughs> offensive line to do it to or do better, it with to. You just better. It's the best offensive line in the NFL. Yeah, so what I'm saying. Check your facts. Yeah, yeah. Especially but, the running backs you'll have too. I think you have a better running back core. But you know what I'm gonna do. Yeah, I know you're going to pick Jacksonville. It's in Jacksonville. They're, Jacksonville. They would be wor- I had them as the worst record in the league. That's all right. They're going to get their one win in week one and then lose the rest. That's fine. I'm going to have Jacksonville winning. It's in Jacksonville. Indianapolis always plays terrible in Jacksonville. At least you get the game out of the way first. That's fine. Yeah, I, I agree with that. So, yeah, and Indianapolis has been awful in opening games. I don't think we've won an opening game in I don't know how many years. So, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars beating the Indianapolis Colts. 20 to 17. Now, do I think the Colts will have a good record and be a playoff team? Of course. I, yeah. I feel good about the Colts this season. But I hate when they play in Jacksonville because every time they play in Jacksonville, it doesn't matter how good the Colts are. It doesn't matter how bad Jacksonville is. Jacksonville always wins. Mm-hmm. Remember a couple years ago when the Colts were on the roll and they went into Jacksonville and they lost 6-0? to zero? That's what I'm talking about. That's the stuff that kind of like irritates me as a Colts fan. So yeah. until they can prove me wrong and go in and actually beat Jacksonville, and maybe it'll be different because you got a guy like Phillip Rivers, um, who that's not really going to probably bother that much. Um, but yeah, I, that that is simply my reasoning for picking that. I think Colts are a better team. The Colts should win, but I just don't like I just don't like how they play in Jacksonville, and I definitely think that's a real thing. Uh, I have Indianapolis winning. I think they're they're going to control the pace of the game and Phillip Rivers. Uh, I don't I don't know his stats against Jacksonville. I haven't, I haven't looked it up. So he, well, we'll see. He's a new face in there, right. so we'll see. But right. like you said, Jack, our Colts are historically bad against Jacksonville in Jacksonville, right. or just historically bad against them for some reason. Right. Where they yeah. play them close, not not like losing bad, but just play them close for no reason. Mm-hmm. Even when they were like top are in the top five in the draft every single year. Mm. Uh, but I have Colts win twenty eight twenty. Okay. Just don't uh, see much from Jacksonville this year. I think, I, like I said, I think they're going to be the worst team in the league. Uh, I think Gardner Minshew is okay, but mm-hmm. Doug Marone, uh, I'm just not too big on him. And then losing literally every uh, Pro Bowl player that you have, except yeah. for Josh Allen, uh, defensive end from Kentucky that made the Pro Bowl last year. Mm. Uh, they got some young pieces, but young pieces don't win you games in the league like that. Yeah. Uh that's a very special. Uh, so you gotta. Like, I think they just need to grow a little bit mm-hmm. and get a quarterback in there. Okay, is what uh, I think Jacksonville needs to do. For Lawrence, 
Uh, I'm, I'm more of a Justin Fields guy. So I mean, I'm just saying that's what they're doing. Nice. I, I gotta watch the South Dakota State dude. Like I've been hearing good things about him. Mm. Uh, yeah. So we're going to the four o'clock games, and the four o five game is right. the Chargers at Cincinnati. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Chargers. I think Chargers again. I think they still have one of the best rosters in the NFL. I still think that uh, starting Tyrod Taylor, I would assume that's who's starting. I haven't seen, but starting Tyrod Taylor, it's a safe bet. You allow that defense to do what that defense can do. I know Derwin James is freaking out again, <laughs> um, and so he's just going to be a guy that's probably just not reliable moving forward. Yeah. It is what it is, unfortunately. But I, I trust the fact that what they do defensively, I trust the fact of what they're going to do offensively and, and getting into more of what um, Anthony Lynn wants to do on offense. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And so uh, I do have confidence that the Chargers could be a borderline playoff team this year um, with a Tyrod Taylor at quarterback. And so I have the Chargers winning 23 um to 14. 14? Yeah. I, I like the Chargers defense. Yeah. Ooh. All right. So, I had Cincinnati pulling this game out. Okay. 24 to 20. I think Cincinnati is going to be good this year. Or a lot better than what people expect. I had them at 6 and 10, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're going to prove a lot of people wrong. I, I really like their offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way it's built. The way it's uh, structured. Their offensive line is still an issue a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you go on the defensive side, I think their defense is going to be a lot better. Right. Uh, from last year. Uh, their secondary is still an issue. Their linebacking core is average, but their defensive line is amazing. And uh, Chargers don't have a strong offensive line, and I think that's a little ma- bit of a matchup problem. The biggest matchup problem for a team is having a bad offensive line versus a really versus a really good uh, defensive line. Right. And Cincinnati has a really good defensive line and a very strong offensive core and weapons. Uh so I think, I think uh, the Chargers are going to have a good season. I think they're going to lose this game. It's in Cincinnati, Joe Burrow's first game. Uh, I think Cincinnati is going to pull out twenty-four to twenty. Okay. Yeah. So we'll move on to the uh, game of the week, uh, four twenty-five uh, game, mm-hmm. Tampa at New Orleans, and I got New Orleans. I got Tampa in yeah. this game. Uh, Tom for Brady. My thing is though, uh, I got New Orleans. Uh, Tampa Bay, whatever it is, thirty-one to twenty-eight. Okay. Uh, I think it's going to take a little bit to get that mojo, to get that feel for the team. I think nah, it is. Man, you remember? You remember Brady with Randy Moss? How how much mojo did? How long? Did but he's take in a new. Mojo? Well, first of all, he's in a new system. His first new system in twenty years. Okay. He's old. Okay. He was awful last year. Was was not put. Was he not was put, not awful. He was pretty calm down with that. He awful was, to Tom Brady standards. Oh, okay, that was still good enough to make the playoffs and be one of the best teams in the NFL. You get made to the playoffs because of the defense. Okay, and they don't have a defense on this team. Yeah, they're not. It's not. They're not like lost on defense. Their secondary is awful, and that's why I think they're going to lose this game. Is because oh, because the res- five yard slants from Michael Thomas. I'm so scared. No, I the the Buccaneers are going to be able to drive the ball down the field. You can say what you want about Tom Brady's noodle arm, <laughs> all right? <laughs> but he's going to be able to have a couple shots down the field when, when he's still feeling okay early in the game. I he's know. got Mike Evans. 
He's got BB John. No, I'm joking. He's got Chris Godwin. He's got Adam Humphreys. You've got uh, Rob Gronkowski. You've got OJ Howard. You've got Cameron Bray. You've got Ronald Jones, I think the third. And then you've got Leonard Fournette and Shady McCoy. They've got plenty of weapons, plenty of people to run the football. They don't have to rely on Tom Brady in this game. And their offensive line is solid. All right? Their defensive line, I like their defensive line. They've got a great linebacking core. Yes, I know that their secondary is not the greatest, but mm-hmm. I have confidence that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to be able to pull this game out and win 34-30. to I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think it's going to be a great game to watch. Um, and I think Tom Brady's going to – I think the Saints are going to be up 30-0, to zero, and Tom Brady's going to score 34 points in the last four minutes. No, I'm mm. joking. I don't think any of that's going to happen. But I do think it'll be a great game. And yes. I think – yes, do I think Tom Brady's got a long time? No. But I think this year – I think this is the last year where Tom Brady will be able to keep up the same level that he's been keeping up. I know he declined last year. I get it, but he's in a better he's in a better situation, in my opinion, offensively. Well, also, he might not have Mike Evans week one. He okay. injured his hamstring, which he got put on IR for last year. That's fine. Uh, again, this week or got me today. So, so uh, put he. <laughs> He, well, you can just sign up for the uh, Texans. They might just put you on the team. Uh, yeah. defense, uh, offensive line because their nah, offensive line is just trash. Back. I'll play fullback. But, uh, yeah, it's just I don't uh, – yeah, I just don't think they're going to click right away. I think Tampa's going to be good. I have them winning the division. Mm-hmm. I just don't think they're going to win this first game. It's in New Orleans. Uh, yeah, Drew Brees, who – Play like trash all of last year. He usually starts off the season good, so that's that's what I'm banking on. He starts off the season good, then he just declines like he always does uh, these last couple of years. So that's what that's what I'm banking on is he's going to come out strong uh, in this game, and the young secondary of the Buccaneers and the young linebacking core of the Buccaneers is going to struggle a little bit. Uh, but it's going to be a fun matchup, though. It's going to be a really fun game to watch. Uh, so you want to take a break before this hour time limit comes up? Yeah. So we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Alrighty, and we are back, and so we are going to pick up the last four o'clock game: uh, Arizona at San Francisco. I think it's an easy one for me, anyways. I've got San Francisco. Uh, I I don't see a Super Bowl hangover happening uh, simply because. Wow. Simply because. I don't just simply because I don't think that their schedule is going to be that difficult. They kind of got a, a a nice pat on the shoulder for their schedule this season, and so I think they're going to be fine with not having too much of a Super Bowl hangover. And so I've got the 49ers beating the Cardinals 100 to zero. Realistically, though, um, I'm going to say that they're going to have it's going to be 35 uh, to 21. And so look, I, I think the Cardinals will give them a little bit of a game. Look, I. I like the way they had played them last year. They were probably the toughest team that played them last year uh, with just some of the things they do. And the Cardinals got better, right? They added pieces. They added weapons. Uh, they Obviously, DeAndre Hopkins. So this is a team that could compete and that could upset the 49ers. I, I definitely agree with that. But I think that the uh, San Francisco 49ers, I just think they're a better team. Mm-hmm. I think they're still going to be clicking on all cylinders. I think they were a team that got even better, right? Added some more pieces, added some more weapons. Um, so yeah, I really like the 49ers in this one. 
Uh, I don't. I like the 49ers this year and had them make it to the playoffs, like right. I said earlier, but I just don't. Uh, I really like Arizona, even though I don't have Arizona making it to the playoffs this year. Uh, like you said, they played them the best last year. Um, mm-hmm. I do believe in the Super Bowl hangover. I don't care what you add or something. Super Bowl hangovers kill teams and kill kill uh, teams' momentums for years to come. Especially losing a Super Bowl like that, where you have the lead by ten in the fourth quarter. So I think they're going. To, I think they're going to lose this game. I have it thirty-eight, thirty-four. Uh, I love the offensive firepower on uh, Arizona. The question is the defense, uh, but also, like I really, I really like uh, what's his name, Shanahan. What's his first name? Shanahan. Kyle. Kyle. There we go. Okay. Yeah, and I really, I really like him in offense. I was the, like, is there a new player? I really, Shanahan. I really like his schemes and stuff, but yeah, there's some turmoil going on with Ryan Moster wanting to contract or wanting out. Raheem Moster. Raheem Moster. Uh, and Emmanuel Sanders leaving. So I think there's some term, ter, uh, turmoil going on there. I think it might carry over into week one. Uh, and it's going to be high scoring. It's going to be a close game. But I think it's going to show, even with the Super Bowl hangover, how good San Francisco is to own, like, barely lose. Uh, and I think they'll get going as the season goes on. The big thing for me is the fact that, like, look, I know Raheem Mostert kind of came on and came to his own within that offense. I get it. But, dude, you were on so many different teams before you came to the 49ers. Don't play yourself and think that you were the reason that they were that they that the running game no. started popping. No, no, they no, could they, go. They could go get somebody like John Ross, move from the move from the running back, and they would have the same exact success. It's because he was like really that, fast. That the system that Kyle Shanahan has in place for running backs is designed well, for running backs. He wanted it's to play designed, the time when Coleman didn't get injured. Yeah, it's exactly. Or Jeremy McKinnon got injured. Yeah, exactly. So. Like he had both of those guys, right? Jeremy McKinnon would have been a lot better. I'm sorry, Jeremy McKinnon, Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman, yeah. Tevin, Tevin Coleman, Coleman, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. His name just sounded really weird to me. <laughs> Tevin Coleman uh, was, you know, when he plays for him, when he's in the game, like, he's clicking on all cylinders with him, right? Yeah. So, like, they can get anybody. They can go get a – they can go sign an undrafted free agent. They can go sign a guy off the street right now. They can go get an Adrian a- Peterson once he gets cut after week one and beats the Bears with the Lions. Like, they can go do those things. Like, Raheem Mostert needs to chill out. Like, I'm not I'm – He's not, not living on Bill. He's I'm, not Ezekiel. Elliott. Like I'm not, I'm not against going to get your money and going to get to pay, but like, don't think you're being like, reasonable about it. Don't think you're freaking Saquon Barkley or Ezekiel Elliott or Tristan McCaffrey. Yeah. Like you're not one of those guys. You're a solid back. That's it. You're not special. You're not good. You're solid. You're really fast. And yeah, that, and that helps that's with it. that system. Yeah, I mean, like that's it. Go, like, look that, at uh, Dion Lewis, for yeah. example. Very fast. Really good receiving back. Uh, fit in uh, Josh McDaniel's system. Perfect. He goes to Tennessee and does absolutely nothing. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. And he's just, Now, can he prove us wrong? Yeah, but you have to be reasonable about your battles you're going to win, especially with contract disputes. Right, yep. Melvin Gordon lost his contract dispute because he thought he was a top five running back in the league. <laughs> he's a top ten, I think, when healthy. Went on his game, but he's not a top five. Right, yeah. No, and he wanted, he wanted top money, and they didn't give it to him. And look where he is now. Le'Veon Bell, they probably should have gave him the money, but they had someone as good as James Conner uh, in the wings. And James Conner, if he's healthy, he's really good. He's, he's a top 15 back. I wouldn't say top 10. 
Uh, but, like, running backs, I think, are important. Uh, but, stop, the value of running backs is still high, in my opinion. You just need somebody to fix your system. Which means that an individual player's value is not that high. Which means the position might be somewhat decently high. It, it depends on the team, though. Like, for the 49ers, it doesn't matter. For the Titans, yes, it matters. Running, yes, running the football is important. But who you have at that position or how much you run the football is not important. Well, well look at the uh, look at the Titans. Okay. The Titans are a clear example. Look at the Vikings. Uh, look what the Colts are probably going to do this year. Oh, okay, yeah. No, I'm not saying... Uh, that, it depends on the... No, run. there's definitely a shift in the NFL to get back to that style, right? I agree with that. Yeah. And I do think that it's... Look at the it, Bears. I do think that it can be successful and that Bears we've seen it be trash successful. trash because they don't run the football. No, I, and I get that. But also, they don't have a guy at quarterback that can do that. That can be the guy like Pat Mahomes or Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Right? So, that's what I'm saying is like individual people and players are not that valuable. Le'Veon Bell going to the Jets didn't change a thing for the Jets mm-hmm. at all, except put them in more sour cap debt. Right? See, I thought about no, he, what, did, he, what didn't did, sign, he didn't sign for nowhere near the way he was but asking them. But what did it do for the Steelers? Nothing. Yeah. Right? I mean, they played that whole season in 2018 without him, right, when he set out? Yeah, well, they made it to the playoffs. Right? No, they were a game away from the playoffs. Remember they oh, missed, yeah, missed yeah, Antonio yeah. Brown? Oh, yeah, CJ Mosley no. at the break. Well, yeah, well, Juju Smith-Schuster dropped, uh, fumbled it, remember? Oh, yeah. Well, okay. So, and then last year, right, Big yeah. Ben gets hurt, and they don't do well. Also, New Orleans game. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, that's what I'm saying. is like That's just that's what I always talk about, the value of the running back position. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's gone. Yeah, I'm still going to fight for running backs, especially ones like Derrick Henry. They're game changers. I, I, look, I'm not saying that, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying that there's not outliers and things like that. but Yeah. Uh, so, we're going to uh, – 820, the 820 game. Uh, you have Dallas at the Rams. I got Dallas in this one. I think it's going to be, it's going to be a close game because of Dallas, but I think they're going to pull away at the end. So I'm going to go 31 to 20. Okay. Is what I'm going to do. I think it's going to be close. Dallas always tries to keep it close, but I'm going to say they're going to pull away at the end. Okay, yeah, I've got Dallas as well. I got Dallas winning thirty to twenty-one. Um, I think the Dallas, I think the defense for Dallas is going to return to somewhat of a form they had a couple years ago. I know they were good last year, but they weren't. Well, like elite. Philadelphia won the division this year, so it's all it's only fitting that Dallas wins it this year. Right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and so I think that Dallas is going to. I think Dallas is a good team, a really good team, honestly. Mm-hmm. The, the the whole thing is is Dak going to take the next step to be an elite, or is he going to just be another pad statter? Um, where he just at the end of like games, like a Tony Romo, yeah. Where at the end of games, he just starts getting a lot of yards or and touchdowns because important he's moments. trying to come back, right? Yeah, is he going to be able to step up when you need him to in the big mm-hmm. moments? That's the question. But you got a guy like C.D. Lamb. Um, I mean, that's huge in my opinion. I mean, you you team him up with Amari Cooper um, and everything else that they do on Michael offense. Gallup. Michael Gallup, yeah. Like I mean, that's some that's huge. That like you're adding crazy firepower to this offense. And then you have. Uh, Defensively, I like all the guys they have on defense. Um, and just my question with the Rams is like, you know, are you going to be able to run the football? Because you predicate so much of what you do off a of boot game and off of play action. Are you going to be able to actually run the football um, and 
be successful in the fact of being able to actually play action and being able to actually get the boot game going? Or are you going to have to allow uh, Jared Goff to drop back and freaking shred the defense uh, the whole game, which I don't think they're confident in. So Yeah, uh, I'm just not high on Jared Goff. That's why I have uh, Dallas winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think Sean McVay is going to show his brilliance but uh, as a coach, but I just don't think it's going to be enough because – I just, the offensive line is still terrible. Right. I'm always my thing. Most important thing for a team, I think, is the offensive line. Doesn't matter how good your uh, quarterback is, if he has no offensive line, he's uh, not going to do well. Especially with the quarterback that's not as athletic as or is as athletic as Jared Goff, who can't really scramble that much. Right. Or somebody like Deshaun Watson, who had a bailout receiver like DeAndre Hopkins, uh, that he just throw it to him, he'd catch the ball. When he was like getting rushed, uh, you need offensive lines to sustain or sustain success sustain. in this, sustain the real success in this league. Uh, Patriots had it for a while. Uh, the Colts had it with uh, Peyton Manning for a while. The Chiefs uh, are starting to get back to the offensive line. They started playing a lot better at the end of the last se- uh, right. end of, end of the season. Uh, the Saints, great offensive line. Dallas, say what you want about them. They're always in the playoff conversation, Super Bowl conversation, because how great their offensive line is. Yeah. The Rams don't have that. Their offensive line is bottom ten in the league, uh, and in your best player, in your best offensive lineman is Andrew Whitworth, a, is, is a forty-year-old Andrew Whitworth. Mm. Uh, so they, I think they're going to struggle this year a lot due to. Oh yeah, I agree. I, I can see. Due it. to just not having weapons on their team, you traded Brandon Cooks. Uh, let go of Todd Gurley. Now you don't have. Uh, now you literally just let Jared Goff back there, who's an average quarterback at best, with a bad offensive line. And I just don't see a lot from him. Oh yeah, especially in this game, especially against that defense, too. All right, so we'll go to Monday, uh, the first Monday night game, and it's gonna be Pittsburgh at the Giants. And I'm gonna get to this short and sweet. I got Pittsburgh, uh, winning this one, twenty-one. The ten. Okay. Uh, I love Pittsburgh's defense. I think Ben's going to struggle coming back a little bit. He's going to be a little bit rusty, <clears throat> but I think he's going to turn on in the uh, third, fourth quarter. Mm. Uh, I can see being like ten nothing going to half. Like, oh, the Giants are beating the Steelers, and all of a sudden the Steelers turn up because Ben gets into a groove or something. Uh, said this in the season predictions. I know I keep going back to it, but. Daniel Jones will never be the problem uh, until his like third year in the league because they still got to build a receiving core around him mm-hmm. uh, that's doable. Like Darius Slate or Dar- uh, Darius Slayton is your second best wide receiver, which we'll see what he does this year. I thought he was solid, but he's not a second wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Offensive line's still bad, mm-hmm. and your defense is still one of the worst in the league. Right. Uh, good defensive line. Everything else is just bad. All around. Yeah. And I just don't see a lot from the Giants this year. And I, that's why I think Pitt's going to win this game. Yeah. They're just better all around. I got the Giants. I'm going to go Danny Dimes, man. And look, Saquon Barkley. Um, I think Saquon Barkley is, is overdue for like a legit breakout. Like I'm the best running back in the, in the NFL kind of season. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's going to be this season. Do I think the Giants will be a playoff team? Mm, not necessarily. But I, I you know, 
I'm going to give Joe Judge a chance. You know, I know it's a special teams guy and things like that, but... Look at John Harbaugh. But look at John Harbaugh. Look, I mean, Bill Belichick used to be a special teams guy before he became defensive coordinator. Like, you see all these kinds of guys. So I, I think a guy like Joe Judge um, and the fact that Bill Belichick was high on him and uh, he was a guy that he wasn't just a special teams coach, but he literally would take over for Belichick when Belichick wasn't there or when Belichick had other stuff to do. Like, Joe Judge was the one that was running it basically as an assistant head coach in a way. So, and he was involved in a lot of other stuff, um, offensively and defensively, where he just understood certain things and how they would. Uh, well, be special able to be special ran. teams coordinators so, are very attention to detail. They have to be. They have yeah. They have to be. You have to find out, especially on the onside kicks and punt formations and kickoffs, so you don't blow a yeah kickoff return yeah, for a touchdown. Because that just turns like little league where it's just like go run and tackle. Like there's a lot of different kind of stuff. Yeah, and, a lot of different and, shifts formations that you have to do in it. Yeah, and. Like special teams, maybe it's tedious. Like so everybody hates special teams or downplays it, but special teams can turn the tides in games. Block kicks, punt returns for touchdowns, kick returns for touchdowns. They turn the tides in games. Right. And that having somebody as good as uh, New England special teams has been uh-huh. over the last twenty years, they've been phenomenal. I know he wasn't there that long, but like they were still one of the best special teams units in the league. Uh, to have him there as a coach, he knows me very attention to detail, and I expect a lot from him. Not this season, but I just want to see how well they develop throughout the season. That's my main thing with the Giants this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll. Uh, what, what was the score? You never said the score. Oh, uh, my score for I'll say the Giants will win. I'm gonna go twenty-four to seventeen. Nice. I like it. So yeah. And look, I th- honestly, I I do feel like the the Steelers. <laughs> I think give Big Ben a couple weeks to get back into rhythm. Um, I think I think the Steelers will be a good team this year, and I think will be like a legit uh, playoff contending team. So mm-hmm. that's just my opinion on them. Yeah. Uh, so we'll move on to the final game of the week: Tennessee at Denver. Uh, I'll let you start. Oh, Tennessee! All right. Um. I think Tennessee is going to just continue to move right along. I mean, they get Jadavion Clowney. You add a guy like that to that defense, uh, to an already really good defense, to our to already what they want to do offensively, which is ground and pound, run the football behind Derrick Henry, and, and just allow uh, Ryan Tannehill to just play solid and play within the offense. Uh, this is going to be a playoff team, in my opinion. I like what the Titans are doing. I think they hit a stride last year, and I think they're going to continue to hit that stride this year and just only improve, in my opinion. And so, I do see the uh, the Tennessee Titans beating the Broncos uh, by a score of twenty eight to twenty three. Mm-hmm. And look, I I think the Broncos are due for a surprise season this year. I really like Denver. I really like where they're headed this season. I really like what they can bring to the table uh, with all the stuff that they did. I mean, you get a Jerry Judy, you get a you get a, a KJ Hamler. Um, you have Philip Lindsay, you have Melvin Gordon, you have Royce Freeman. Like Drew Locke is going to, I think, come into his own. You add all those guys to a Cortland Sutton. I really love what they're doing on offense, and they got the offense to compete in the AFC West now. They got speed. They've got dynamic weapons in the backfield. They can compete this season. Even I'm with- just unsure right now. I'm safer picking Tennessee than I am Denver. Because I don't know what Denver's going to bring to the table. After week one, though, if I see what they're going to do, I'd probably feel comfortable picking them moving forward. 
And I do think that the Broncos are going to be a surprise team. And I do think that they're going to be a team that can go 10-6 and six and make it into the playoffs um, and give some teams some trouble or be a team that teams don't want to play. But uh, I've got Tennessee in this one. Yeah, um, it's I, so it's funny because earlier in the podcast we were doing teams that we uh, uh, that we had in common, like the games we had, all the games in common. Mm. I think the last seven or at last nine we got seven that are different now. Oh, good. I got Denver in this one, thirty-one uh, twenty-seven. Uh, the weakness of Tennessee is the secondary. Mm. I like Bird, but that's about it, really. You got Malcolm Butler who's solid. But like, they don't have anybody special in the secondary. Like, like a George Jackson, he still mm. has some rough patches. Like his technique's not the best. Right. Uh, so I, uh, I have Denver in this one. I think they're going to surprise some people uh-huh. uh, this season. The question I do have though is, I had them pick for week one for a while. Mm. They signed Jadavion Clowney, which kind of ruined it. But I'm still going to flow with Denver at the moment because uh, I don't know how much Jadavion's going to play actually. I mean, that's a good point. Uh, that's a good point. So. That's why I have. I know Von Miller just got injured, but I don't know. The Denver's defense is kind of. I don't know. It, my confidence on Denver winning this Week One game is kind of dwindling a little bit. Right. But I, I'm still going to stick with them. I I really think that matchup problem in the secondary against uh, mm. uh, Tennessee is going to be an issue for them. And I think Kansas City may have figured out Derrick Henry. I think they're going to stack the box. Uh, they got good enough corners. Vic Vangio is a really good defense coordinator, so they got good enough corners to, I think, to be able to match up against Tennessee's wide receivers. And we'll see how Tannehill plays. I'm not banking on Tannehill to be as good as he was last year. Uh-huh. Banking on him to be kind of average. No, yeah, and I agree. So uh, I think I think there's going to be a little bit of a, I guess, like a little bit of a uh, disappointment week one for Tennessee. I like a lot of these teams, I think they're going to bounce back. I think the pandemic's messing some stuff up, but uh, I think you're going to see a lot of teams losing week one, but bounce back throughout the rest of the season. Okay. I think it's what you're going to see. Very cool. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. So that wraps it up. So, yeah, that wraps up our week one predictions for the 2020 mm-hmm. NFL season. Yep. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Um, looking forward to just a great season we'll, we'll see what happens you know there's nothing really you can say set in stone yet like mm-hmm. we'll see what continues to happen with the whole corona situation and um yeah hopefully hopefully football continues to happen why where can they find you uh, underscore sparky underscore four you can find me at varsity ginger 55 and that's on instagram uh and twitter for both of us and mm-hmm. you know again we appreciate you guys listening give us any feedback let us know if there's anything we can improve on anything we can change that can make mm-hmm. it better and uh yeah i hope you guys have a great weekend great first weekend of football yeah. it's finally back right yeah and so you know if you're involved in high school sports or if you're involved in college or if you're involved in nfl or just fans of any of them um yeah it's great that football's back yeah it seriously is. it really is yeah it is. so um all right, y'all. We appreciate y'all listening. Till next time. Peace. See you.